Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Casa Walsh, Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On today's episode, we'll be going over season three, episode 10, called Home and Away, and this premiered on October 7th, 1992. This episode starts out and we're seeing a football game, we're seeing a marching band, um, it's obviously just kind of like B-roll footage or footage of um, other, you know, past, uh, you know, long time ago uh, football games and marching bands. And then we see Andrea is at the Blaze office while Brandon is sitting in front of his computer working on an article and he's looking very, you know, perplexed at his computer. And um, this episode, I think, is going to be a little bit different because I don't think we've had this before. But throughout the duration of this episode, Brandon's going to be narrating um, what's going on. So we're going to hear kind of his inner monologue. Um, I think more about like what he's writing in this article while we're seeing kind of the episode. So um, basically he's talking about um, how the West Beverly uh, football team is undefeated. And also Brenda is in charge of this dance committee. Um, so they're having a dance and a football game. I guess it's kind of like homecoming. So she tells Dylan that, um, he's going to the dance with her. Um, all the proceeds are going to the Alvarado Street Elementary School. I guess that is a, um, lower income, uh, elementary school. So she's donating the proceeds from the dance tickets, I guess, to the school, um, Kelly and Donna are watching Sue flirt with David um, at the football team, you know, and, and then the football team is talking to Brandon about playing against Shaw, which is a, another football team. I guess they're the ones to kind of beat, um, you know, to look out for. And, um, you know, so Shaw's supposed to be a really, really good team. That's who they're playing next. And then... Um, we're at the Peach Pit. Steve then um, tells the team, I guess a bunch of guys from the football team are there. Also, Kyle's back. We haven't seen Kyle in a while. Kyle's the guy that Kelly had a thing with, and he uh, told her that he thought that he was gay. So we haven't seen him uh, for a while, but he's back. He's on the football team. I don't think we ever see Kyle again after this. But anyways, um, Steve is telling the football team that something major apparently happened after the Shaw football game. So he's kind of like, you know, he was, uh, they were going over all the teams, um, you know, uh, in the area that they'd play to find the scores of the game. And then Shaw won the game, but he said something kind of crazy happened after the game. So then the next morning, uh, Jim is telling Cindy that uh, two spectators were killed in the stands at the Shaw game. And Brandon tells his parents, well, that's the team that we're supposed to play next week. And, um, you know, Jim's like, don't count on it. So there was some sort of shooting. And unfortunately, two people died at the Shaw game. And I don't know where, um, I guess it's supposed to be like Crenshaw because it's Shaw High School. That's just my two cents. They don't ever say the town that it's in, but I'm thinking it's Crenshaw, which is um, not, te- you know, not supposed to be like a good area. So um, 
Then at school, the football team is talking about it. I guess everyone's talking about, um, you know, what had happened there. And the some of the football players are saying that they don't want to go there, um, you know, to to play one of the players says that he doesn't want you know he doesn't feel comfortable going there and Tony's like well what are you worried about because you're black basically um and he's like it's not about the color of your skin it's about where you live the clothes you you know you have and the kind of car you drive which it's true um but um you know I guess whatever Tony's being Tony um and then Brenda and Donna are auditioning bands for the dance and Donna thinks they should just hire David but I think Brenda, because she's in charge of the dance, wants to kind of treat every, you know, every ask, you know, everyone kind of interested. She wants to give them all a fair shot. So it's called the pigskin prom. So it's not, um, it's not like the prom prom, but it is, um, the, uh, I guess it's not homecoming either. It's just a pigskin prom. By the way, this is a complete side note and, um, a little late on what's going on currently, but, um, if anyone watches The Bachelorette, there was (laughs) the big debate with Claire and she said she never went to the prom and then she went to some dance with some guy and his wife posted the pictures. I just, it reminded me of that because Claire said it was a dance, not prom, whatever. Thought it was funny, but, um, total left turn there. But, um, going back to the episode, uh, Kelly comes to join them. I guess she was going to help them with the committee, but she tells them that her father called last night. They had a really great conversation. Um, and he's coming into town to take her to dinner. So unfortunately she's not going to be able to go to the dance. And Donna doesn't want her to get her hopes up, but she said he's flying in town just to see me. So she's like, okay. Um, and then Kelly's like, but I'll stick around and help you guys with the band. And then some of these bands are terrible. And she just kind of looks at Brenda and was like, why don't you just hire David? So it seems that clearly they think uh, David's the best. And I think Brenda probably does too, but I think she just wanted to give everyone the opportunity instead of like just hiring her friend. So Brandon goes to the school board meeting, I guess. Um, I'll have to ask my friend David this if, because he worked on the school paper, if the students did regularly go to the school board meetings, because I feel that Brandon and Andre are often at the school board meetings. Um, but, and also how often are there school board meetings? I don't know any of this. But... Um, Brandon goes to the school board meeting to see kind of what's happening with the game and the coach is there with Mrs. Teasley and they say no formal decision has been made Um, and then when Brandon leaves uh, he's approached by a student from Shaw High School I guess he was there doing the same thing and his name is Jordan Bonner and he works on his school paper and Jordan thinks you know they kind of get into a conversation about it And Jordan thinks it's unnecessary, um, you know, kind of what everyone's talking about, like making a big deal about this game. But Brandon says safety is important. And Jordan says to him, it's a completely unrelated event. Um, You know, I guess he's saying that the two spectators, it had something to do with a rival gang. So it had nothing to do with the football team per se. And he tells him that, you know, they're going to cancel the game. And Jordan just kind of walks away from him. He thinks it's kind of, you know, it's a, it's being, it's a big deal. Like it's not, you know, they're making it something that it's not. So 
Brandon is still, and keep in mind, Brandon is uh, narrating this entire story with the scenes we're seeing. So I'm not, you know, obviously being verbatim on what he was saying. But um, so Brandon is still reading this editorial that he needs to put in the paper. And Andre and Gil are asking him how he's doing. You know, they need a draft in 45 minutes and, you know, tells him, you know, he's just uh he'll get it done for them and gil leaves so he's not watching over brandon and after he leaves he tells andrea that he doesn't think 45 minutes will cut it um but he says one hour so i guess he needs 15 more minutes than what he promised because i mean it's 15 minutes but anyways um andrea is really nervous about how it won't make the deadline and he promises that they will you know when everyone gets their paper in the morning um you know he will make sure that it happens he can do it himself he doesn't need her to kind of print it for him he could take care of it he knows what he's doing so we find out david did get the gig for the pigskin prom so he's going to be the dj and Donna comes to David um, mad at him because apparently he invited Sue Scanlon with them. Um, and Donna calls her like a groupie. And he just says that she's like a little sister. She wants to go with the band. So he felt like he couldn't invite her. And just a reminder in case you forgot, Sue Scanlon is um, Scott who killed himself uh, the previous season, his younger sister. And she's also Brenda's freshman buddy. And she's a little kind of troubled because she pretends she's kind of like um, this preppy, sweet schoolgirl uh, when she goes home. But then she changes into kind of punk rocker clothes at school. So she's got some issues. But anyways, yeah, so she seems to maybe have a little bit of a crush on David now. So apparently Jordan Bonner and Brandon Walsh had something up their sleeves that we in, we hadn't seen. Um, Brandon calls him when he's alone and tells him nobody knows what they're doing and they should meet. So there's something brewing between those two boys. Um, and then Kelly tells the group that she is going to Spago uh, with her dad while he's in town. Spago was a very um kind of uh very upscale, expensive, fancy, you know, celebrities go there restaurant. I don't think I don't know if Spago is still a thing anymore in LA. I'll have to I mean, it might still be a restaurant. I mean, it's not the hot spot. I think there's so many others um you know, but uh I will I'm definitely curious if it is still a thing. Or a restaurant. I'm going to look into that. And I'll get back to you on that. But um, anyways, so she's telling them she can't go to the dance because she's going to dinner with her dad. Um, Brandon mentions uh, canceling the dance because we find out that the game was canceled. So he's mentioning to Brenda, you know, about a, why having a pigskin dance when there's no dance. Uh, Steve says, well, he wants to have the dance because he has some A&R guys to see David, which is, I just still laugh about Steve being his manager. Um, and Nikki, 
basically just says that she is staying in the neutral zone. She's not getting involved. So Brandon, I think, likes that term that she used about um, staying in the neutral zone, about uh, the dance. So he then decides he is in his car driving south to a part of town he's never been to. You know, you see that he is in a, you know, lower class area. Um, a lot of buildings and stuff had been, um, you know, torn down. He mentions thinking about uh, his boss, Henry, from the Beach Club, wondering, you know, where his sporting goods store was because he know that that was, um, you know, you know, uh, damaged and uh, looters took a lot of the stuff there. So he goes to Shaw High School and they have a metal detector and at school he sees Jordan and he thinks that they should have the game in a neutral spot rather instead of either school. So the game was supposed to be at Shaw um, and he's like instead of having it at Shaw, instead of having it at West Beverly, let's have it in a neutral zone. Jordan thinks it's a bad idea. Jordan also shows him the editorial that he wrote and shows him that uh, one of the lockers of the kids that died and he tells him that it was a friend of his. And, um, you know, he said the reason why I guess he got so mad at Brandon that first day was because he cared about a football game, but to Jordan, he lost a friend. Um, and then the, so the plan is, their little plan that they're concocting, they plan to publish their editorial pieces together side by side. So um, they would each have their editorials in their respective papers. So then Brandon goes back to school and he shows Jordan's editorial to Andre and Gil and they are surprised, they're shocked, they say they can't publish this. Gil's questioning why he's cursing every other word. Brandon's like, well he's angry, you know, so they just, um, they think that they cannot publish it. Then Andrea suggests maybe what if Brandon edits it and then Brandon says, well I'm not going to edit him. So it seems like it's not going to work. Then when he talks to uh, Jordan, so Jordan shows up at West Beverly and Brandon is getting to show him kind of the layout. And Jordan's like, well, you were going to publish what I gave you. And he was like, yeah, you know, didn't change a word. This is what we decided. And he's like, come on, we can't. Um, this is what I, you know, gave you. And he's like, it's only two paragraphs. He's like, well, that's, you know, th what I showed you initially was me kind of being angry, but, you know, this is me getting by. So he's showing him the paper that he, um, that he's planning on putting out. And Brandon jokes around about kind of, you know, now I have to fix the layout. And Jordan is reading what Brandon wrote and Brandon uh, has an idea to invite the Shaw students to the pigskin prom. And Jordan doesn't think it's a good idea, but, you know, he says they have to do it. So the deal is basically, uh, I guess they may not have this football game, but they'll have the dance and invite some Shaw kids, even though it could be a bad situation. So then... The next day, Brenda's reading the paper and she's mad at Brandon for inviting the Shaw kids to the dance. Um, but he says, hey, it could be good for ticket sales because obviously she's donating the proceeds. Everyone seems upset and angry at Brandon for doing that, um, you know, and 
Andre is really angry at him, as is Gil. Apparently, Gil is the faculty sponsor for the dance. So I guess at school dances, they always have a teacher or something there. So he's, uh, you know, basically he says he has to now talk Miss Teasley out of not canceling the dance. And then he says to Brandon, and it's just Brandon, Andre's not there because she wouldn't stand for this. He says, he's a sucker for girls in dance shoes. Okay. I thought that was a very weird comment to make, but Brandon doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. So um, then Dylan is saying that he liked what Jordan wrote. Um, Brenda says that um, if the dance is canceled, they should swing by Spago so they can meet Kelly's dad. And Dylan says, uh, basically, you know, don't bet on it because... um, you know, he he seems to know her so well, so implying, like, her dad's not going to show up, which, you know, because as I keep saying, they're forcing this silly thing. But um, he also says that he doesn't really want to go to the dance, but maybe he'll show up at some point. Um, he's not into going to the dance, which is kind of messed up if his girlfriend is the one who is in charge of it. Um, he's not going to go and support her and show up at the end. But anyways, um, then it seems now everyone's mad at Brandon but Nikki. And she said she admires what he wrote. Steve, the manager for David, is so concerned. Uh, David's also upset. And Brandon goes to, he needs to talk to Mrs. Teasley about the dance because um, they're nervous about the safety of the students regarding the whole um, issue with Shaw. So the dance is now saved, uh, and Kelly, Donna, and Brenda are trying on dresses. Donna is complaining to them about Sue's flirting with David. Kelly is trying on dresses because she wants to get a new dress for her dad. And Brenda asks her if she's sure about seeing her dad, um, mostly because I guess what she doesn't know him, but, you know, from what she's heard about her dad from Donna and from Dylan And Kelly just goes completely off on her. Um, You know, she's saying that you live in perfect fairy Walsh land and it's not like the rest of the world, which is true. But also, I mean, I think Brenda's being a genuine friend. Like, she doesn't want her to get her hopes up about her father if he's not going to show up. So then David and Kelly are getting ready for the dance. They're in Kelly's room. Um, He's going to the dance. She's obviously going to um, dinner with her dad. David is wearing a leopard jacket and she said it's a jacket that's something his manager would pick out so he takes the jacket off um which is you know David's a snazzy interesting dresser I will say his his uh his style definitely makes a drastic change um it's funny I think more than anyone on the show he is his style changes the most. Brandon's pretty much the same. I mean, everyone kind of goes with, you know, the times. Just David is just, it's it's funny. So um, then, uh, you know, basically David asks if she's sure about not going to the dance. And she says that her dad's just running late. So apparently she was already supposed to meet her father. And they wish each other luck. So uh, he's basically good luck about, you know, seeing your dad. And she wishes him luck because he is the um, the one who is the DJ for the dance. So 
Then Brandon gets a call from Jordan and he says that a lot of kids from Shaw are planning on going to the dance, but some of them been drinking, so it may not be a good idea that there could be some trouble. So then at the dance, uh, David is rapping and doing a sound check, which, I mean, anything with David and music just makes me happy. And um, Sue, Sue is there like in the front row, like cheering him on. It's just really funny. And you just see how annoyed Donna is. I don't know what, I mean, the thing about Sue and Donna, Donna seems a little jealous, but like, she's not a threat like why are you jealous like david's not gonna like dump you for sue scanlon it's just it's just funny i think she's just annoying donna but then brandon shows up with nikki and uh you know Bre- uh, kelly not kelly brenda and they're all concerned about trouble i guess with shaw and apparently so i don't know if i might have missed this if security because there's security there for the dance. Did they have security there before? Like, was security always supposed to be planned? Or did they hire security specifically be- because Brandon brought um, uh, or invited the Shaw kids? So um, then uh, Jordan shows up and security is giving him a hard time about the dance, but Brenda says that she's kind of running the dance to let him in. So security lets him in. Then David is nervous. Um, you know, he's in like the, I guess he's in the locker room or something like that, uh, about his performing, I guess, for the whole school and, uh, Sue comes in she's kind of following him and she starts to give him a massage and she's kind of putting the moves on him also is this like the boys locker room she just kind of roamed in there and just like put the moves on David which I give her props for because David is Sue's a freshman David she's known since like birth I guess for her and David is a I'm gonna say he's a hybrid junior senior because he was taking classes over the summer to graduate with his friends. So I don't know if he's quite a senior or a junior. So I'm going to say he's a hybrid, like kind of in the middle. But uh, I'm giving her props for putting the moves on a junior senior boy because I don't know any girls in high school at that age that would do that. So Sue knows what she wants and she's going for it. Um, but he basically pushes her off and she just walks away and was like, you don't know what you're missing. And it's also like, really, what is he missing? She's a freshman in high school. Um, but then Dylan shows up at the peach pit and cause he was going to the dance later, I guess. I don't really know why he didn't go from the beginning, but Nat points out to him that Kelly is sitting at the, one of the tables in the corner and we see that she's all upset. So clearly her father did not show up. So Dylan kind of goes there to sit and talk with her. And, um, you know, he asked what happened. And she just basically says that her dad didn't even have the decency to call. He had some woman that claimed to be his assistant that called and counseled for him. And Dylan tries to make her feel better. And he's like, you know what, let's, we should just go to the dance. So when they show up to the dance, uh, there's a tons of kids from Shaw there outside. And, um, we see Kelly and Dylan kind of cut through them 
to go inside and security lets them in and the Shaw kids are freaking out like why did you let them in and not you know us and the security is like well they go to school there here first of all how does he know they go to school there because he's is he like the security for West Beverly I don't I don't know but he knows that they go to school there um, but then Mr. Myers, because he's the faculty uh, sponsor for the dance, he's there with Brandon and they go to the security desk and basically say, um, let them all in. So Mr. Myers agrees with Brandon, you know, we might as well just let them in. I guess it, they feel like it might be more trouble if they don't for some reason. Um so everyone is dancing, the music is playing as they walk in, and for whatever reason, um, when we see them walk in, David and the band just stop playing. Um, so the music stops, and the West Beverly football, you know, t- players are standing across from the Shaw players. Um, it's just weird, you know, they're kind of, a fight kind of breaks out, um, but they, it's not really, it's not... They think it's like Shaw versus West Beverly, but it's just Tony and, you know, his teammate. And he's like, we're just messing around. We're not even fighting. Um, So they're like, David, play the music. I mean, I don't know why he stopped to begin with because it's like, oh, my God, the Shaw kids are here. The music needs to stop. But then David starts to play again and nobody's dancing and David's just looking confused on stage. And then Nikki, being the amazing person she is, she takes the first step and asks one of the kids from Shaw to dance. And then Donna follows suit and she asks another player and David is doing some of his best dance moves while he's performing on stage. It's fantastic. Um, Andrea wore a vest to the dance and jokingly asked Brandon to dance. And he's like, ha, 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 because we know Brandon doesn't dance. And uh, David is rapping. And one of the kids from Shaw comes by to fix the soundboard. And Steve was very nervous about him touching it. But he's like, trust me. And then obviously the sound sounds a little better. And he just pops on stage. And he's rapping with David. And they're having a great time. Um, then... It's weird. Everyone breaks out and starts doing the electric slide to David's rap music. Um, The electric slide was, I mean, I guess popular in that time. I mean, it's kind of like the dance. Like when I was younger, everyone did the Cotton Eye Joe and I feel like the Macarena and then it's like, what's that song now that people do? It's like, slide to the left, slide to the right, crisscross, whatever that song is. People do that one. Um, but yeah, that was the electric slide was the dance before all of those. But I don't know why they're doing it because there was a song to, like there was a song for it. It was like one of those Cotton Eye Joe, you have your dance, you know, the Macarena, you have your dance. The electric slide, it was a specific song, but they're doing it to David's rap music. Um, and um, then, yep, so then they start playing some slow music and we see Dylan, because he obviously showed up. He was not doing the electric slide though, but he uh, he said, you know, I 
basically told you it'd come to a, you know, the end. So he's dancing a slow dance with Brenda. Then they pull Kelly in. So they have some little threesome dance together, the three of them, and they're having such a good time. David is not performing now. He's dancing with Donna and he tells her that nothing's going on with Sue, obviously, and they kiss. And then at the end of the episode, Jordan, Brandon, and Nikki are talking and watching the Shaw and the West Beverly kids talking. And it seems like everything's cool and everybody worked it out and, you know, everything is all fine in the end. So now for the fun facts and tidbits part of the episode. So um, I did mention this during the episode. This was the return of Kyle. Um, but I also, like I said, I think this is the last time we see him. I also um, took note. I didn't really get where. I think maybe, at, I think it was at the Peach Pit. Uh, we saw Casper Van Dien again as an extra. So I'm going to keep an eye on him to see if he pops up uh, anymore after this. Um, this is also the first episode with Jordan Bonner, so we'll see him um, a few more times. And then um, I did mention that I was going to ask my friend David, who worked on our school paper in high school, if he ever went to school board meetings, if those were a thing. And in fact, they were a thing. He said he never went, but uh, they were definitely people, students that did go to the school board meetings. So I guess they did put that stuff in the paper. So um, I guess that was a legit thing. And then the last thing I wanted to double check if Spago was still kind of a restaurant and all that stuff. Um, it is. It is still a restaurant in Beverly Hills. I thought so. I didn't say during the episode that it was a Wolf King Puck um, restaurant. And it is. So uh, it's still there. It's still, um, you know, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's popular, but it's still, um, it's still there. I actually think I, um, I've been to Spago before, but I've been to the Spago in Las Vegas. I, I don't know if they have any other Spagos besides Beverly Hills or Las Vegas. Um, but there was one in trying to think which hotel it is in but it's definitely in um vegas and i've had lunch there i think we've gotten like the pizza or something like that um but uh yeah definitely been to spago there and um that's yep that's it for this episode Thank you for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills Now to an O podcast. Uh, please remember to subscribe and, you know, leave comments, like it. And, um, you know, if anyone wants to reach out to me, I'd love to hear from you guys. Again, I could be reached on Twitter at the Sam Lev or on Instagram at Sam Lev 28. On the next episode, we'll be going over season three, episode 11, called The Presumption of Innocence. So uh, we'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening.